Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Here you are, BPMs high, sweat dripping, body moving, tongue panting. You're working hard, real hard, and you're thirsty. You need vitamins, nutrients for peak performance and energy. And your plants do too. Aw, I mean, just look at the little guy. Water-soluble plant food from miracle Grow is full of essential nutrients. Just a little scoop into your watering can and boom, instant feeding and bigger, more beautiful plants. It's kind of like a sports drink for your plants. You may have to suffer from heat, but your plants do not. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. Side stories. That's when the cannibalism started. Side, Side stories. stories. <laughs> yes. I am recording, recording little boy, he's a boy who records everything he does, it's me, <laughs> except for my shits, I save that for my family. You don't record your shits. I know, I save it for, I save it just for me, my, my, we have separate bathrooms, so it's nice, so I could just poop in my own pooping bathroom. You have to have intimacy, because when it's lost, then you end up like Will Smith, getting berated by your wife, who cheated on you! It's a long story, I we can't, can't even <laughs> step into this world. My, one world I will step into, it's like, okay, I've ordered furniture from Wayfair. Sure. Right? I've ordered furniture from there. And for the most part, honestly, when it arrives, it's pretty dinged up. Yeah. Like I had to go, I put together this <laughs> DVD, like this media console, right? Wow. It took me like four hours. I'm covered in blood by the end of it. <laughs> and at the end of it, I'm just like, I'm doing all this stuff, Wayfair. And then they're saying they're shipping all of these children internationally. And honestly, if I can't trust them to send me a dvd media console without dings in it how am i gonna i'm gonna give you 15 grand to sell me the kids i turned into well, soup as i said on abling its top at i'll take the kid if they put together their furniture if Honestly, the kid puts put together, together the furniture give me the kid that's like a task rabbit, <laughs> but it's a task rabbit that I guess that you can film and then sell, send those tapes to the government and then they watch them all together in Congress. Yes, they do. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to Side Stories. I am Ben with Henry. What the hell has happened when it comes to conspiracy? This week has been the gift that keeps on getting crazier and crazier and crazier. Oh, my. Things are just wackety fucking schmackety i will we will just address this up top yeah wayfair is being implicated in a reddit centered conspiracy theory <laughs> saying that they were openly trafficking children on their website by selling right. these essentially these fifteen thousand dollar cabinets that had names like sedia they had names like they had very specific uh, children's names that people then were trying to attach to the records of missing children, saying right. that they, under the guise of selling furniture, 
Wayfair was selling these absurdly expensive cabinets. But that they were not were honestly, cold. though, that is the price of the cabinet. Those are very good cabinets. You heard Mr. Wayfair, CEO, Mr. Thomas Wayfair. Thomas Wayfair thoroughly denied that they were using the furniture company to traffic children. I don't know why. It though. did seem like the thing that they were most upset was like, our pricing is accurate. OK, yes, you can say we're having sex with children. Sure, you can say we're smuggling children. But our pricing here at Wayfair has never not been exactly that Wayfair. Well, they did. There's a lot of bullshit attached to the story. So yes. number one, Wayfair came under some heat a little while ago for selling furniture to ICE, right? For these these various for the detention center in Texas that was housing migrant children. It got into a lot of trouble. That it sold two hundred thousand dollars worth of furniture to ICE, and so there's some now with this weird. So they already kind of had bad blood, and I didn't know this to be completely frank. I didn't know that they did this when I was purchasing furniture from Wayfair. I was just getting a media console. But you know, you know the kids are putting together this furniture and that furniture is not staying in any of the facilities. I guarantee you there is some bizarre a child labor camp going on near the southern border where all of these kids are toiling away on putting together all of the furniture that ends up in some suburban Texas home. There is something going on with that that is like, all right, guys, leave the kids alone. I say, let them go free. Uh, they, ju- they Really good. Very good, Kissel. Yeah, release the children forced to build furniture. I don't know if that's true, but I don't know if that's a part of the, the new rollout of Ivanka Trump has where it just says find a different job is it one of those is that a part of that government outreach where i'm not you're gonna quite start, sure is it gonna be us uh but they wayfarers come out said and it's true it seems like these were industrial strength yes. cabinets perfect for holding a child but they weren't they, they were, were not. industrial strength steel cabinets that are often sold between ten and fifteen thousand dollars because they're used for restaurants and they're used for supply like supply warehouses. They're just big old things, but there was nothing in the details of the the actual items when you touch it to say why did this thing cost fifteen thousand dollars? So right. it's more of a glitch and a loophole because Wayfair is not Wayfair doesn't make its own furniture. Yes. Wayfair is an umbrella company that people Basically, they can sell furniture lines through Wayfair under the umbrella of Wayfair. Yes, it's it's basically just the. Del- I mean, we we do not have to get into the ins and outs of this, but it is just the delivery service. It's just a platform, very similar to Amazon. It's just a it's just a like a warehouse will have a whole bunch of different goods from different companies, and they house them there. That's all that that is. But when it comes to Wayfair, the interesting thing to all of this is that people are looking for child sex rings now more than ever. And the problem is the truth does not lie on Wayfair.com. The truth lies like anywhere that billionaires are. The truth is like Epstein. Look at Ghislaine Maxwell, who also just got denied bail. You know, that's one. We actually got one in the win column this week where she well, was finally not allowed bail. Like, she ever, like, what are we doing here? Ghislaine, we is a, Ghislaine is about to win a silver medal for gymnastics because she is going to be flipping so <laughs> hardcore. It is going to be insane. I can't wait. But that's wait. Epstein is the, that is that's the it. child's trafficking 
thing that you are looking for. That is the story. Look for stories like that. And what do we know about Epstein? Absolutely nothing. We know very, very little how he made his money. We know very little about the the various connections. We don't know how far he went. We don't really know if he was working for intelligence or not. It's all of this like shadows and mirrors. That is where child trafficking in connection with the secret keeping mechanism of the government, that is where it's at. Wayfair is a place where you get a shitty coffee table. That you have to put together. I, you got to put it together. You it's, do it. All the work's on you. All the work is on you. And so to me, it's it's it. they don't need to hide in plain sight. They are already hiding in hidden away sight, and we need to find them. But I understand why people, they got really upset. What it actually did was point out that Wayfair has a massive loophole where they are not correctly looking at the things that are on their website. Because then they pulled everything down because at first they're like, well, these are just cabinets, so these cost $15,000. But then you notice they pulled it all down because, right. you know, somebody at the, the higher levels of Wayfair was like, why the fuck does this pillow cost $9,000? And they never <laughs> looked at it. They never even thought of looking deep into the things that they were selling because maybe somebody's asleep at the fucking wheel and now you're being accused of child sex trafficking. Now, when you type in Wayfair, the thing that pops up in Google after it is child sex trafficking instead of like Wayfair review. Sure. Can I get a, can I buy a freestanding glory hole on Wayfair? No, I just wanted another liquor shelf. I fell on the last one, completely shattered it because I drank all the liquor on it and Mm -hmm. I need a new one. I need a new one. And that's what should pop up. Can you imagine if you ordered a large whatever from Wayfair and just you open up the cabinet and it's just, please, sir. May I have some more milk? She get the fuck like, out of here. What happened? Why would anyone order a kid? child? I'll never understand. But this is interesting, though, Henry, because unlike Pizzagate, where do, where do you go? Like, let's say, and this is true, like Henry and I, um, I I'm going to speak for you. This is a <laughs> triggering thing for mental illness. Like, yes. where does the person who is investigating this Wayfair conspiracy, air quotes, we also have a Britney Spears conspiracy we have to get to because always free Britney, always team Britney, love bold yes. Britney, leave Britney the F alone. But where does somebody go with this Wayfair conspiracy? Do you think this just kind of peters out or does someone go shoot up a freaking warehouse? I mean, we'll find out. We'll decide how far people want to go and how far that they are refusing to believe, you know, Snopes debunked it. Newsweek, of you got course. Newsweek fucking, they are Newsweek. using the only information uh. that came out about the story came from a Redditor that they just did. Newsweek is using that as their primary source. Newsweek is dog shit. It is, the, it, we're, we're in a land where there is very little tangible information. Like we're, we're looking at this story. It feels like it's a massive glitch. It does, there's all, all these weird, tenuous conspiratorial connections to everything. Like they also said, if you take the number of the skew and you put it in this Russian, it's a Russian Google, Russian Russian internet search. I believe it's called Gulag. No, that's, that's honestly, that's their Etsy (laughs) where people sell things that they make in their, their citizen jails. There's a Russian search engine called, Yandex that apparently mm. if you put the SKU number of the various things on the website into their into the search of the Wayfair products you want to get. Yeah. And then you type in SRC USA, it would these random pictures of little girls would show up. Not nude, 
but little girls' pictures would show up. Weird. But apparently, it's not just those SKUs. It's any series of random numbers that you put in and then type SRC USA afterwards. And then apparently, it's very similar to, it's one of those weird image aggregate sites where it's like, kind of like 4chan or an 8chan right. where anybody could do so they they all that and a thing called img src has also had problems with child porn so these things are kind of in this weird murky area where you're now just searching on a child porn website to find out if wayfair is selling children and you're implicated ah, yourself you're pulling you're getting the yourself old, uh, in trouble. yeah you're gonna be like the lead singer of the who when you're getting cuffed and dragged out of your apartment being like i was doing research it was for research and then your oh, neighbors no. are like never go over to uh mr peter's house again he was doing research on little boys butts the thing is there is dry research and there is wet research. <laughs> and it's about what kind of moisture level do you want to be at? What level do you want to be at? So who knows? I don't know how. The, hopefully this. Ju- I think it will just peter out. Yes, this is just people need to get out of their homes. But I but do we like can. All, we can. When we're locked in. When you force people to be on the Internet 24-7, 365. Now Wayfair. They don't just sell furniture. They sell children. You did this to us. You made us go down this rabbit hole because we're just staring at the screen and we're like, no way that's just a cabinet. No there way. Is no because- goddamn way that's a cabinet. There's- no new TV. There's no sports. There's no <laughs> There's distractions nothing. for anybody. Everybody's going insane. Well, speaking of uh, celebrities, young ladies, um, Britney Spears, there is and, and conspiracy. This one, I think, holds a little bit more than even the largest Wayfair cabinet. There is something going on with Britney Spears, and she is talking. I feel like I'm going crazy. Maybe it is because I just had a bunch of whiskey last night because I celebrated um, uh, having my stuff come to the new house. And I do also have to admit that I did some very controversial dog training, but we're not going to get into that right now. Um, Oh, no. This isn't about teaching lj to make love to you no it is not this is about teaching the dogs how to use the wee wee pads oh yeah you have to because i think they got a free they got a free ball it but do you know what i did what you did and i don't even know if this is, i don't even know we'll get into britney but i don't know i don't know if this is like how you do it or not reach outside stories lpotl at gmail.com if you're a vet to honestly we do need help to house break these pets yes we do so i'm the alpha dog i'm big dog ben I'm the, I'm the Roman Reigns. This is my yard, okay? Yeah, you're six foot seven human. I'm, I'm, but I'm, the, I'm saying in the house, this is a dash on Chihuahua and a, and a, and a Japanese spit that I'm talking to. And I'm, I'm yep. the number, I'm the lead dog you guys follow, right? And then, of course, I yeah, just. Yeah, daddy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I run oh, around yeah. and I pick up dog shit uh, all day. Zip. So yes. what I did was, and now correct me, and then I might have to edit this depending on Henry's reaction because I don't know how bad this is. I went around the house and I took a pee on every single wee wee pad. And I said, now this is where you pee dogs. And then you know what happened? They have peed there ever since. I saw peas on every single wee-wee pad. And I said, Jerry Puffin, Papa's peeing on the wee-wee pad. See, that's where you pee. And yes, I did that. I am afraid to go inside your home. <laughs> but I I will say if it works. I, it worked. It worked. Because there was a poop and a pee. How much piss are you putting on these? No, just a, just a tr- How much piss? Just a little bit. Just letting them know. Yeah, you just zap it? Just I zapped it. So I got out of the pool because the pool makes you pee. You know that because you're surrounded by sure. water and you say, let's add a little bit more. Yeah, sure. And the, a lot of times you've either been drinking beers, or you've been drinking a lot of water. But yeah, sometimes being in the water does make me want to pee. It, yeah. So you have to pee. So I said, okay, 
I'm going to teach these dogs how to use the damn weebie pads. So I went to the three weebie pads and I put a little pee on all of them and then it seemed to work. And the dogs looked at me. the only thing that matters. I don't know. I don't know if that works. So side stories, LPOTL at gmail.com. Am I the greatest dog genie of all time or is that just uh, completely inappropriate? I don't know the answer, but I know it worked. Legitimately, I think you're becoming a dog. <laughs> like that's you becoming a dog. Like you are you are moving from man to dog and they're and connecting with them because you are like because they're like a bigger brother. You're you're literally they're like, ha, ah, it's cool to go on the wee wee pack. And that's what you did. Travis's reaction is not good. For the next five years, she would spend her life living as a dog. No, this was a wee wee pad training technique. It was a technique. Well, if it, it if it holds up, it holds if up. This training does hold up. You technically could write a dog rearing book, <laughs> like you could, if it works. Because it some people have a hard time with that. I and I don't to- want to hit. I don't want to like corporally punish. A tiny dog. No, because you're not going. Because you can't go in the house. No, exactly. I I and I woke up today and it's like this is my life now. Thirty eight years old and I saw pee on the wee wee pads and I was just like so happy. I was so happy. No, but this is you're a mommy. You're a mommy dog. It's you're a big mommy sad. dog. Now speaking of mommy dogs, I'm just you know what's weird is that I had a bigger reaction to you not using towels. <laughs> and this is actually. Like, I actually kind of, like, understand the quarantine alone <laughs> logic of it. Like, I understand the logic of it. And if it works, it shows that you're deeply communicating with Puffin and <laughs> Like, in a strange well. way that I didn't expect. You're like, Dr. Doolittle, but for piss and shit. Well, I'm, like, anyway. why? I'm like, I'm honestly, I, I'm, it's like all absorbing. Like one layer at a time, each inch that gets deeper in my brain. I go, okay, sure, yes, okay. You give people news too. Kissel gives people news. Unable to get top at. Well, it's a lot. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents' accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse picks over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Summer. The best time of year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. 
Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors. It's a waste. Don't waste hours on apps. Besides appetizers, that's the kind of apps I like. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Did you know that empanada is already Spanish? I didn't. Thanks, Babbel. Did you know that burrito is already Spanish? Wow, I just got to learn all the rest. And eventually, I'm going to be eating downtown Mexico. Thanks, Babbel. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash left. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash left, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. Anyway, speaking of communicating, Britney Spears, she is on her Instagram. Somebody posted a comment on Britney Spears' Instagram saying, if you are in trouble, if you are being detained against your will, wear a yellow shirt. The next series of photos were her in a yellow shirt. What's going on? We're definitely in page seven territory a little bit, but I want to talk about the idea of what she is being put under a thing called a conservatorship, right? So Britney Spears in 2008 was, after suffering several mental breakdowns, this comes from the USA Today, today today.com article by Alyssa Newcomb. The arrangement was always been kind of controversial with her fans. She is like, she has been under essentially aversion. It's not house arrest, but this conservatorship where what, she what does that mean? is watched over by her family. Her father, the, the uh, her, with, she's in a guardianship with her father, and he allows her to be the, to that that allows that does not allow her to be the sole decision maker about her life and finances. Right now, it's rumored that Britney Spears is worth fifty nine million dollars. She has no access to her own money. What she has to be given an allowance. She's allowed to only see certain people. Her father controls her entire life isn't her dad the one that like i don't know i understand that kids do want to perform and i think that's great but the mickey mouse club and all of that stuff yes it's like would you ever do that with your kid you have a seven-year-old and they're like she likes to sing we better bring her to the audition they can't drive themselves i just feel like hollywood's where all the pedophiles are yeah I would never bring my child in to impress a pedophile. No. The whole point of being an actor is to get through the brain of a pedophile and appear so childlike in your talent and wonder (laughs) that they grow attracted to your abilities. Wow. That's That's the real key, to be childlike, but in your soul. Oh, isn't that nice? Uh, technically, that is very good. Stay young, forever young, if you can. Uh, so you forever think Forever young. Do you think that she is being abused, though? Well, it sounds like she is being heavily guarded. There was the funny little thing, a viral thing that came out on her Instagram not too long ago, where she casually said that she knocked over a candle and burnt down her entire gym. What? Then there is the various... <laughs> Wait, yes, what? you should look that up, Kissel. <laughs> yes, she, she basically a- burnt down the gym in her own. She burnt down her whole uh, gym with a candle? Hi guys, I'm in my gym right now. I haven't been in here for like six months because I burnt my gym down, unfortunately. Um, I had two candles and 
Yeah, one thing led to another, and I burned it down. If you, it took a lot of power, it's a lot of knocked over the candle. Things catch fire. You go, oh no, oh what? no! But as gy- you watch it slowly consume the structure. What what's in her gym? It, it's full of steel. I mean, gyms are not necessarily the most flammable of all the things. I think they're just behind a pool as far as flammability goes. Depends on the house. Did you outfit a gym or did you have a ballroom? Literally, did you have a ballroom that you turned into a gym? It depends on how big and, and what type of house she's got. It sounds like she's like, it's not like it's like a hotel. Right. Like she's got a room in her mansion, whatever her compound is. Right. But she, so that was one thing. She seems like she's getting a little unstable. And there's okay. a lot of people talking about on her Instagram that she appeared unstable and she appeared kind of wild eyed. Then this yellow shirt thing happened where someone said, Hey, if you're in trouble in her Instagram comments, right. wear, a ye- wear something yellow. And then yeah. she wore this yellow outfit and then did a video that is fairly concerning where it's her looking with her doll eyes in the camera because she's very shaky, not blinking, weird smeared makeup, doing this weird John Benet Ramsey style huh. shuffle back and forth off on and off camera. Don't know what the hell that's about. Then right. she posted a, a, a thing from, she posted a, a quote from Arundhati Roy was called she wore she wore flowers in her hair and carried magic secrets in her eyes which was just a picture of a rose but it's a, it, the book that Arundhati Roy wrote was called The God of Small Things. It's a story about the childhood experiences of fraternal twins whose lives are destroyed by the love laws that lay down who should be loved and how and how much. Right? It won the Booker Prize in 1997. Huh. All so right. So that's another dog whistle. That's another like hi hello. Right? These are these this is me telling you that I am in trouble. But we have no Brittany is now basically saying everything's cool like she's trying to act like everything's cool but there's a lot of people wondering is she a prisoner very similar to richard simmons which then people saying is he a prisoner or is he actually just voluntarily staying inside which some people say is true because richard simmons doesn't want people to see him because he's got hip and he's got hip and feet problems yeah he doesn't want to see anybody seeing him like less than a hundred percent leave richard simmons alone and if anybody doubted that those videos back in the 80s, those exercise videos by Suzanne Summers, they were low-key porno. And if you don't believe that, then you... Um, if you, The proof of that is that you never saw a man watching Richard Simmons. You never saw a dude watching the... My, my mother loved the, the Richard Simmons. She my mom loved, loved him. him. But I'm telling you, there was some... There was a strange compromise in America in the 80s where it's like, you can watch this woman work out and show a lot of her body under the guise of being healthy. And that is allowed in a relationship, but you can't do that anymore. It was great. It's great. Back in the day. It was great. Well, I mean, I don't know what the hell's going to happen with this story. I honestly think that she is just a, she's a troubled girl. I don't know if she should be in the uh, troubled woman. I don't think she should be necessarily under the guise of just her father, but I I don't know. I this this is outside of my prerogative. She does have a boyfriend that also looks like fairly annoyed. Like he, she's always making them do like (laughs) viral videos and stuff. But I tell you what, she's looking tight. She's amazing. All she does is work out. This is the luckiest man alive. It's like uh, what, like, like what? What's the name of the uh, the the guys from Boston? Wahlberg. It's like Donnie Wahlberg being married to Jenny McCarthy. You do see, like, it is hard because you. I've heard her on Instagram be like Donnie, Donnie. 
Danny. 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 And you just like forget. But you, you forget. Have oh to wow, do it. Jenny McCarthy's annoying to somebody. <laughs> like my the, the woman that taught me how to nut as a boy. Oh, ruins she taught you a huh? guy's afternoon. Sometimes she didn't actually touch me. No, I don't think Jenny so. McCarthy didn't actually molest me. Well, speaking of molestation, Mister Zabrowski. This is a oh, kind God. of a special side story in a, in a strange way. There are a lot, of, a lot of current news that really hits home here. Obviously, check out page seven. I'm sure that Jackie will have a lot to say about Britney. They're talking about this. And John Traw, obviously, he lost his wife. Um, Kelly. Man, uh, oh, man. John Traw is going to be gayer than ever soon. Well, so I'm. If check Scientology out page will seven. let him, I don't know if they will. I don't know if. They, who knows? He might have an arrangement where he's allowed to come out at some point where they can't lose John Traw. John Traw might be too important important to the public face of Scientology because also Tom Cruise has said there's been rumors for a while that he's trying to get out really he could live his real life but I have no clue what's real and what's not real it seems like every once in a while they they, there's like a PR story that's floated up saying Tom Cruise is going to get out well and again check check out page seven this is extremely entertaining when it comes to uh, being gay obviously that used to be much more controversial so Scientology used to use that as like this is the leverage and now it's like that no we one cares. We know you're so gay, Jantra. I want you out there, but I, I mean, mourn a little bit. <laughs> he should mourn a little bit before he starts what's with the, the Carmen Miranda. The because I feel like he's going to get into that level where he's going to be like Nathan Lane from the birdcage for like six months before it all comes back around. <laughs> all right. Enough celebrity gossip. Uh, page seven. Check that out. Okay, Henry. Uf, u, ufology. Has um, man, I just want to? It has not been a great week for you guys, has it? And I'm putting no, now. Man. I have to, now I am lumping you into this. No, it's not me. I got nothing <laughs> to do with this. I've just been touting the name of Mufon for fucking years. Now I find that Jan Harzan, like the international director of it, just uh, he just tried to buy a child and so not from Jan, a furniture store. Jan like, Harzan, he is the uh, head of the UFO Mutual Network, uh, um, MUFON, obviously. Yeah. He was arrested July 3rd, accused of uh, soliciting a 13-year-old girl. You look at a picture of this guy, he looks like a televangelist. Actually, strangely, not what I would expect from the head of MUFON. Some handsome boys at MUFON, there's not a lot, but they mostly move up the chain to the executive area. Yeah, Jan Oh God, Jan got a thirteen-year-old girl. He was uh, he was arrested on charges of soliciting a minor. Quote, according to police, for the purpose of engaging in sexual activity. Jan uh, Harzan has headed Mufon since two thousand thirteen. Um, he is accused of again, quote, uh, soliciting sexual activity from a from a detective he believed was a 13-year-old girl. Again, this detective, I hope that the detective did not finish the job. Um, again, that's a South Park <laughs> episode that I want to reference. <laughs> the yes, guy another just one. Like, oh, yes, so, no, the same episode. You, it's literally the same episode. Can you imagine I, that, Henry? You're like, oh, I'm here to meet a 13-year-old girl. And when I hear the word detective, I'm just being stereotypical. I think of the fat guy from Batman in 1989. Yeah, I mean, like, oh, exactly, I mean, like, yeah, 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 I bet. Yeah, it's him showed up with fucking pigtails and a big old lollipop. I mean, like, yeah, so where do you want to go? You want to go out of, like, where the slide is? You want to go over where the ice cream shop is? Like, ooh, yes, little girl. Ooh, you are a little bit worse for the wear, but <laughs> beggars can't be choosing. 13, you say? Yeah, yeah, 13. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, right, yeah, yeah. 13 yeah. years in dog years. Yeah, yeah. Um, But Jan Harzen... Has been a now he's another stain in Mufon. Mufon's had a lot of problems. Mufon obviously has to 
has to change. MUFON's been plagued with a lot of the, the various local level problems, and I think MUFON should be replaced with a new group. Really? I've, I've, I've been talking with a couple of dudes. So, so there's a couple of people out there that I whose work I love, John Tenney. We interviewed John Tenney on Patreon. Absolutely fantastic guy. You can uh, go and check that out. Also, this week's episode of Patreon, we interview Celine Calderon about uh, the Lori Vallow, Chad Daybell case. So you want to start a whole nother thing henry yes yes we really should we should start a whole other thing we should just start from the bottom up we got their with their resources we can get a, our hands on i've been watching hangar one on netflix the mufon show they don't have a hangar one when it shows the beginning episode of all the guys walking into the big warehouse it's like the indiana jones artifacts place where they put the ark they don't have that there is right. nothing there. MUFON doesn't, they have very little infrastructure. They uh, they take all the money that they can up the up top and then they don't give to, and like basically field researchers have to scrimp for everything. They got to pay for their own gas money. They they basically give hours and hours of work to, just to have Jan Harzan like fuck with everything just to have him ruin everything. So when it comes down to, we need a new group. You should also check out the Mad Scientist pod. Because these guys do really good work on UFOs and fun alternate science, all that kind of stuff. And there's just there's got to be another way. And there we're, we're going to get so, to it. MUFON has been around since 1969. Uh, it claims to be the largest and most detailed or claims to have the largest and most detailed database of UFO sightings. Um, this guy, obviously, he's been there for seven years now. I mean, it is... Jan Harzan is no. This is this this is not something new for Mufon. Henry was mentioning some of the, some of the scandals. Apparently, in 2018, a former state director, John Venter, he made comments, uh, racist comments about African Americans, and said that we're experiencing quote white genocide. Which oh, yeah, I've he never went really big. Understood. He went bad in Why, 2018. What is it like? What is, what's going on? It's just there's very little oversight. And anybody can run these chapters. And basically, you pay money to get a franchise MUFON chapter. Okay. Where you go. So basically, you pay into the central hub. You get to call yourself a MUFON chapter. So really, anybody can do it. And it just gets to a point where it started as a place for responsible UFO researchers to be. That's where that started. It was official. And it just, it's kind of just gone off the rails. It, it, it needs a, a, a complete, a total restart. I love that up. idea. John Tenney, get on it. Be the start, uh, be the change you want to see in the world. According to Chris Cogwell, he's a uh, MUFON's former director of research. He left because of a cult quote, racist culture. He says the main leadership levels of MUFON have been problematic for a number of years and provides essential, essentially nothing to the individual chapters, which are for the most part run by decent, intelligent and caring members of their community. He goes on to say, although everyone is entitled to the assumption of innocence until proven guilty, this is a heinous charge. I cannot foresee any possibility of MUFON continuing, but hope the individual chapters can put their time and energy into an organization that will benefit them as much as they benefit it. So no, we need to do it. We and we got to do. It. We got to take it back. The people yes. got to take control. People that are genuinely interested in UFOs. We we need fucking. 
We need a diverse group of people. Can we get a woman in there? <laughs> just one woman in there. I think an anger one. There's just not a single woman on any one of these shows. Like I know Natalie's into UFOs. Sure. There's a hot lady that's super into UFOs. I know they're they're out there. We need to get shit go. We need to get. We got to change the whole even world of ufology. And honestly, during this time period, we got a lot of time. Yes, indeed. So maybe this is what this is one of those kind of like weird silver linings to what we're going through right now. Is like maybe this is the time to rebuild another one of the institutions. The only thing less seen than UFOs are women in ufology. So please, it's unfortunate. Yes, absolutely. And, so, uh, with that, I would like to to say this one story about how that there is a massive UFO flap happening in Ohio, which I think is very interesting. There, it is all over the place. The uh, UFO Awareness Day was this week, right? Okay. Was, it was in the beginning of July. Um, and this stuff, it's, it's kind of crazy. It looks like one of these, one was a disappearing white orb, which appeared over the Cleveland sky in June 2nd. Um, there was another orb seen in Strongsville. Whoa. Um, there was a golden fireballs were seen in Oberlin. Uh, there is a fuck ton of these. If you look at the, cool. uh, the Ohio... What we got here, the a, a newfork.org. This is a th- the the website I was talking about the other day, nufork.org. They have a great do a series of sightings by state per month. Okay. Right now Ohio is sitting at over 2800 and it's got a huge huge amount. Awesome. Of if you look at these amount these fucking holy shit. Just since 2020, it's been a massive amount of sightings just on this shit. Have uh, sightings increased since the pandemic? Do you think people yes. are paying more attention now? Or sci-fi sci- sightings are up. Okay. So we talked about it a little bit with John Tenney when we did our interview with him. Sightings are up, and I think it's got a lot to do with people looking at the sky. And there being a lot of attention put to it. You got Marco Rubio saying that we need to really talk about the, the what is the actual UFO research mechanism of the U.S. government. And he's not just saying that to ignore from the, the, every single thing that he's yeah, in the middle of that's totally that corrupt. That might be like the greatest reach for a politician ever to be like, what about taxes? What's going on with the economy? Have we thought about UFOs? Have we thought about that, though? <laughs> Have it's we like thought about it? I think we should take some time out of this busy day of talking <laughs> oh, about now? how we're trying to defund the police or yeah, something. Yeah. Well, what we should do is talk about uh, one time um, yes. a small gray uh-huh. entity. He placed a white rod uh-huh. onto my forehead, and I woke up. And the only way to describe is that some people say spread eagle, but I'm going to say spread condor <laughs> because my ankle's... My left ankle was uh-huh. at my right shoulder, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and my right ankle was at my left shoulder. Right, right, right. And my um, left ankle was at my right shoulder. And the <laughs> only way I could describe it is that it was a family of probes mm-hmm. were put inside of me, and they, 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 they were joking about calling me a rack of lamb. Wow, wow. Um, so, Senator, what does that have to do with um, increased testing when it comes to COVID? We got to get these UFOs before they stop. They got to stop making my butter hot dog party. I, you know what? You've got my vote as long as you go to therapy. Um, that sounds that's great. Um, all right. So horrible story. Horrible yes, story. Yeah. Yeah. M- MUFON's got to change. MUFON has to change. 
just to start, just as a beginning, you be like ufology needs to get in the hands of the new generation yes, of people that are curious, smart, young, and ready to go. Like I, I, I really do think so. I think that we need yeah. it because I will say, any person that I've met on the road for MUFON, it's never, it's never the coolest person. It's usually the security guard that works at our shows, and that's why yes. we love them. Uh, I do love them. Yeah, Jan Harzan, who knows what the hell is going to happen with this guy again. And I'm not giving advice to someone who wants to solicit an underage child, um, but it's never a 13-year-old. No never. 13-year-old is ever like, yeah, that UFO cock. That's the thing I'm craving today. It's like no no 13-year-old wants to see you old, weird man. So no just one wants to stop. have sex no one wants to have sex with someone who has the same name as the middle Brady child. <laughs> you can't. Jan, is a, it's, it's not a good masculine name. It is not. Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Uh, All right. Well, speaking of crazy stories and disgusting content, you know, music teachers, they get a a bad rap. Are we even going to talk about this fucking story? This story is fucking This story is disgusting. Music teachers get a bad rap. A lot of people say, oh, what do they even teach? How are the kids learning? I have a great, I had a great music teacher. Um, Music teachers are great. I love music teachers. They get, but I'm just saying, sometimes they get dissed on. However, in this case, the uh, the criticism might be valid. Um, apparently, a music teacher he um, he he oh. gave a bunch of semen tainted flutes to a bunch it's of children. Just, it's and, just um, the It's just okay. Let's break this down. So this is the headline: Music teacher who photographed girls using semen tainted flutes get eighteen gets eighteen year. Prison sentence. I'm glad he's got 18 years. Yeah, my headline um, here from the Los Angeles Times is music teacher linked to semen tainted flutes pleads guilty to child pornography charges. So there's a lot of w- ways to approach it, huh? Do you know that if it's semen tainted, if a bubble comes out at the end of the flute? I actually don't want to know how they figured this out because somebody literally must have been like, why does this taste like like an like my uncle's oysters? I can't even I can't even with this shit. All right, so the California Attorney General's office announced that his name is John Zaretsky's. He's got a statement. He's, he, he was indicted last year. So he ran a program called <sighs> Flutes Across the World, an organization that allowed thousands of children all over the country to decorate flutes. What right? is the, so first of all, what is the, this program? What is the, this? Like, is, this I is like know. such. This is like, this is like where the Wayfair shit starts to make sense like why if you're crazy you think it's real because this man (laughs) ran a charity where he distributed flutes flutes distributed them hey henry i have an idea we're gonna stall we're gonna solve all the problems what is it ben flutes no but if it's if there's no cum on those flutes that's a nice idea. But why would it? What would a flute even do? If you're all of a sudden you're just making them homeless cartoon no, characters. You're missing. You're missing. Oh no, no. And your caricature of a homeless man is a man with a, a bindle and a flute. Yes, I've you never, never seen, saw yeah. a husker, a busker, a person no, busking for cash like Curtis Lowe. 
They never have flutes. Their lips are always dehydrated. It's nah. very difficult to play a flute. That's true. When you, all you've been drinking is is the ripple. Okay. All right, you have to be hydrated and, and and you have to have a type of lip. It's actually a whole thing. You have it's to have very a type hard. of structure of lip. But this was supposed to be a nice program where kids who wanted to play the flute because they're, I believe Natalie talked about how she wanted to play the flute, but they ran out of flutes because <laughs> clarinets were viewed as sort of the nerdy instrument. A flute seemed kind of fun, and I think the reason why it? it did seem kind of fun was because of Jethro Tull. Exactly. Is this the Jethro Tull effect? As soon as they gave him best metal album or best rock album and beating out Metallica, what is going on with the flute? Wait, this was supposed to spread awareness of flutes where children in the program you go and you buy a flute if you get a flute through flutes across the world one child gets its fresh flute right and then they would send the other flute to another child in another country a nice idea right but according to the orange county register deputy attorney general amanda Casillas told the grand jury that zaretsky he then oh he filmed or photographed himself ejaculating into the flutes Ugh. while either into a hotel room or at his home. And then the music teacher then photographed the children using the flutes oh, in the classroom. God, this is like next level disgusting. It's um, so just in the man with the flutes. He's got all the flutes and he's putting cum in the flutes. And none of uh. this is good because it's not like it's a fun like if a bunch of consensual dudes thought it would be fun to come into a bunch of flutes and like play it into each other's mouths or, sure. or everybody had this idea of like if you wanted to do the consensually you know you, you full of flute all chock full of common then you you spit it out at somebody like a I fun guess. i don't know something you, you do on sure. your 40th birthday Whatever. something you do at a bachelor party like bachelorette party something anything sure. that's fun yeah if it's all consensual and everyone's an adult i think that's great but this is the opposite of that. So in 2009, Zaretsky founded Flutes Across the World, as Henry was talking about. It's a nonprofit through which he contracted uh, he contracted with schools to help children craft and decorate PVC pipe flutes. And when you hear that they're PVC pipe, it's even more disgusting. That for I some don't reason. Like. And then they shows the fo- the photo the photos of him with just a flute in each hand. Waving the flutes, <laughs> pushing the flutes on these kids. I just really big finger holes in some of these drawings of flutes. Yeah. What's a fipple? In 2017, officials warned parents in seven California school districts of the potential contamination of the flutes they received. Um, school school children participating in the program would make two flutes, one for themselves and one for a child in need, and I guess at some point, uh, Zaretsky would, would come in the flutes. No, um, well, he did it the one... I'm not going to say he did it the one time. I'm not going to say that's the only time he succumbed to this. No, I think if but you I, do this once, you do it like a million times. It definitely didn't seem like a new idea, but he has here on this whiteboard, there's a picture of him with a whiteboard, and it says to-do list, and it says finish decoration, giveaway flute. Tie on yarn, sure. Tie on photo, right? No, sure. Decorate back of photo and finished persons for their flute, sure. But then it says, it's like a race at the bottom, and then it says, come in the flute. Come in the flute. So maybe he's making the kids do it, too. Oh, I don't know. At least he didn't get that far. Yeah, the Orange County Register. Is that good to say? At least it didn't get that far where he was training his students? (sighs) 
I guess if you're trying to find the brighter side to this, again, check out the brighter side uh, on LPN. <laughs> great, great time to plug that. If you're trying to find the, the silver lining, I guess that's better. But that's I'm devastated today. It's this episode is surprisingly disgusting. This, um, is, the awful. Orange, this is an awful, dark, evil yes. episode. The Orange County Register reported that state attorneys accused Zarecki of recording himself ejaculating in the flute, and uh, they have him. <laughs> Don't just them mumble, five- read over it. The way you're reading over it, it's like a, a father trying to catch up to the night to where he is in the nighttime story for his kids. Uh, don't, don't, it, don't just stumble just, over these details I'm sorry, again and again. I just, and again. He ejaculated into the flutes. Is I that know better? That he did. And then he gave them to five elementary school girls. Either way, this guy probably should not be teaching and uh, probably needs to. Uh, he needs to go get some rehabilitation. <laughs> you know what, Kessel? Uh, I'm thinking you're right. <laughs> so Good I, Lord. I think you're right. I, I just, this whole country needs a fucking restart. We I need agree. a restart, man. We really do I, need to sit and think about the way we are living our lives. You know what we have to do? Unplug it. Plug it back in. 15, gotta wait it, 15 seconds. Plug it back. Wait 15 seconds. Plug it back in. So this comes our one of our favorite newspapers, the Daily Mirror. Um, what a we love this story. And <laughs> oh, you know, honestly, it. and what a great just the, they are always on the mark. It they is are always super of what a great reputation that they have. Um this goes it's just called Ghostbusters discover groans in cemetery they're investigating are from a midnight porn film shoot. Now, this comes from Stephen Jones. I'm just happy these ghost investigators got to see a booby before they died. Hey, ghost investigators get a lot more butt than UFO investigators. I am going to tell you that that is true. So real life Ghostbusters rec- discovered gro- moans and groans in a cemetery they were investigating were from a were from a midnight porn movie shoot. The group were stunned to stumble across a couple having sex amongst the tombstones, surrounded by men filming with cameras and sound equipment. The disused 19th century graveyard in Skullcoats, East Yorks, is meant to be haunted with ghouls. Kids singing Ring Around the Roses and ghostly monks, including one called Henry, wandering around. Ironically, when the duo realized that they were being watched by strangers, the woman reacted like she'd seen a ghost and oh bolted. The guy ran after her, desperately trying to protect his privates from the brambles. <laughs> this, comes, this comes from the guy, too. Good job when all 12 people on the tour were adults because some sometimes kids come along. One elderly man was so incensed he was ready to chase after them with his walking stick, but I persuaded him to calm down and eat his sandwiches. Wait, was this during the day? No, this is at night. They were doing a ghost walk at night with a tour group. And an old man was just eating a sandwich while going on the ghost tour? You hungry? I guess so. You should have seen me the first time I went on that ghost tour in New Orleans. I almost brought my po' boy from for the Verity Mart. <laughs> I wanted to, but I felt like I was going to already be more. I was already a mark of me just sitting there with a big thing full of Cajun shrimp going like, yeah, so we raped her in there. Like, I felt like that was I a could, lot. I, well, because you're also, to be fair to everyone who does a ghost tour, you are the worst. 
You are I because was you are like like you are such. If you had a po' boy, I think that you would just get punched in the face. We went with French Quarter Phantoms again when we were back in New Orleans when we were filming our live shoot, and they fucking crushed it. And they took oh, us right. on a private tour, and they didn't say anything about my eating habits once, even though they took <laughs> us to a restaurant. But oh, you know, right. and then oh yeah, and he ends with we once saw a monk walking through the cemetery, but nothing like this. Nothing Barry, like you're right. Yeah, how was what do you mean you saw a monk walking through the cemetery? Yeah, of course that doesn't compare to two people having sex on camera. How was that even close to equivalent of excitement? I feel like nowadays what they'll start doing is looking for now it's porno shoot hunting. That's your new Ooh. thing where you go looking to see where people are doing new COVID safe porn shoots, and especially I, here in Los Angeles. Yep. And ironically, you'll probably find an actual ghost because the ghosts know that you're hunting for it. You got to go 4D chess. You're hunting 4D for chess. And then you'll find the ghost. All right. Well, speaking of creepy topics, this week's Hero of the Week is a cryptid, and it's coming to us from Alabama, and it is called the Alabama White Thang. I just want to make this Hero of the Week. White Thang. I just want to make this Hero of the Week because I don't think we talk enough about cryptids in the wonderful world of the large beyond, and I believe... In this white thang, Alabama cryptid, it's basically an albino Bigfoot. That's what they say. So it's an albino cryptid. Does that mean it's like extra maligned within the cryptid world? Or maybe it's seen as a god. It has glowing red eyes. Um, it has sort of a kangaroo head, kind of like cat-like head. And uh, people have been seeing it since the 1900s. It, occur- it usually occurs in a triangle between Morgan, Etowah, and Jefferson counties. People have reported sightings in Walnut Grove, Moody's Chapel, Happy Hollow, and Wheeler Wildlife Refuge. Just to name a few. So this is a new Hmm. cryptid out there on the scene. I mean, relatively speaking, when it comes to cryptids, it's only been around since the 1900s. It's having fun. It's got the cat. It's got the head of a cat. The creature sounds like a woman screaming. Other reports have said that it has a foul odor, like that of a dead animal. And uh, whatever it is, the Alabama white thing. They always smell bad. They always, well, they don't shower. But Wendy, but my dog doesn't really shower, but I like the, her little doggy smell. Yeah, they're cute. Um, so this is the hero of the week. It is the Alabama white thing. If you, white thang, I'm sorry. If you're out in Alabama, please, this is a fun thing to do during COVID. You can, you can do, you can socially distance because you will have no friends because you do this. So I know you'll be alone, but go find the Alabama white thing. See if you can't get it on footage. Uh, see if you can't get it on videotape. Send it to us, and we'll show it on the live stream. I would absolutely, I would endure that. Yes. I would love that. And I actually have a listener letter from Bigfoot. We can see we have, not from Bigfoot. From it's a Bigfoot related listener. Ooh, letter. let's do it. I was born and raised in Western Washington on a small peninsula on the Puget Sound. It's all pretty thick forest, lots of evergreen and maple. And in some places, there are energies that are hard to explain unless you believe in the native legends. I lived on native land, and it was a little trailer park on the edge of some woods with a horse pasture across the road. Since I was very young, I would walk through those woods frequently and heard some chilling noises, drumming on trees, sometimes surrounding you, coming from every direction, long, slow whistling coming from the woods at night, and strange whoops and calls that sound different than any animal that I know to live out here. Because they say the Bigfoot makes like a, ah, oh, ah, oh. Or like, uh, uh, uh. 
It's like Tool Man. Oh. It's like Tim the Tool Man. Okay. It is. Especially with his views on women. <laughs> <laughs> Don't malign the Sasquatch. One instance stands out, though. I was about 16, and we were walking from the suburb-like neighborhood to my boyfriend's at the time, and as the houses thinned, it was nothing but thick evergreens on one side of us and the horse pasture on the right. Hmm. We both got the feeling to turn around. What we saw chilled us to the core. A massive humanoid was sauntering down the road towards us. It stood around 10 feet tall, and its huge shoulders were swaying with its long, bulky arms hanging at its side as it walked slowly on the shoulder. Dang. It was dusk, so the woods were dark behind it, and the sky was a bluish gray, still pretty light out. The thing was absolute pitch black, as if devoid of color, and the feeling we got when we saw it was hard to describe. We actually weren't afraid of the encounter. Even bears were common, but this thing was unreal. Hmm. We turned and without a word walked the 500 feet so to his house, 500 feet or so to his house, and what we described as experience to each other, we agreed that we'd see the same thing. I just love seeing a Sasquatch. It's been a while since I've fucking seen someone say that they saw a Sasquatch. Bring him back. Damn. I miss abs- the hell out of him. Absolutely. That is awesome. All right. Very cool. So this is, I don't know if this is Marcus Parks, Marcus's second cousin, but it feels very similar. Okay. Because they start off, I am Marcus Jordan's second cousin. I grew up in Texas as well, and I didn't actually realize how crazy my childhood was until I was quite a bit older and fully realized it after listening to y'all. <laughs> when I was is born, that how, is that how he sounds? This I is, don't know. Okay. When I was born, we lived in town in a tiny brick house in Seventh Street. We lived there until about seven, until I was about seven, and until we moved in the new house in the country. I just thought everybody's bathroom lights flickered in the middle of the night. Sure. I also thought that the pale, dark-haired lady I saw in the tub lived with us, and I just never saw her during the day. My father bought that house cheap. It wasn't until much later that my parents told us a young woman was murdered there, only weeks before my dad bought it. Her husband had electrocuted her by throwing an old radio in the bathtub while she was taking a bath. Does that actually work? It can It can work, yes. It, it can? Okay. I never asked my family if they saw the things I did, because when you don't know any different, you don't think it's strange or scary. About age seven, we moved into a house just outside of the same small West Texas town. My grandparents and Marcus's grandparents all lived in close proximity. I don't know if this is true. And as such, my first cousins did too. In fact, they lived just across the cotton field from us. It was about two sections. It took 30 to 45 minutes to walk to their house. As it turns out, my parents had a nose for buying haunted places. Strange lights and unsettling feelings were normal around the place. If Marcus was a digger, I was a builder. I took old scraps of wood and nailed them across the ceiling joints in the barn and hauled a chair up the ladder to sit. The barn loft was a place I liked to hang out, but it never felt like I was welcome there. Is that how people identify in Texas? Like, I dig holes. You build stuff? See, that's why we're friends. The two people that we know from Texas this intimately, (laughs) yes. In a field behind the barn, you could walk the rows and find the most incredible arrowheads and spear points just laying on the ground, especially after a rain. They glinted in the sun, and many of them were in a near-perfect condition. As it turns out, about 300 yards from the house, just across a tiny creek, was a little hill that rose inexplicably out of the relatively flat land surrounding it. It wasn't cultivated, or at least not recently. You see, in the 50s, the man from whom my father had bought the place had dug up a skeleton in some Native American paraphernalia. A very small excavation concluded that this was a Comanche burial site, and the land laid fallow. Good. Damn. Not good. Not good at all. Across that tiny creek was the quintessential steel truss bridge you'd see in every 1920s and 1930s movie. Hmm. The creek is just a small ditch, but could be very dangerous at a high lope in the dark. 
The bridge is known as the Headless Horseman Bridge. The local story goes that the creek served as a boundary between two early ranches before the land was tilled for cotton. The southern neighbor was losing cattle a few at a time and had suspected his neighbor to the north was coming over at night to sneak one or two at a time back across that bridge. Well, you know when your neighbor, fa- when your neighbor's family is just getting fatter and fatter and fatter and you keep on missing cattle and you're like, hey, Tom, you, are you taking, my, you taking the cows? No. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> shut up. My son's getting real big. Yes, he is. One very dark, moonless night, the other neighbor laid in wait. As suspected, a neighbor quietly rode his black horse across the bridge. Once he had passed, the man took a roll of barbed wire and strung it tightly across the bridge, just about seven feet high. He then retreated and watched as his neighbor cut out three or four cows and made quietly for the bridge. The man unholstered his pistols and rode straight for him at a dead run, shooting and hollering. The rustler, knowing he was caught, made for the bridge as quickly as his horse could carry him. The cattle crossed in front, and then his horse, but the barbed wire caught him right <gasps> at the neck and decapitated him instantly. Damn. And so that now he's forever looking for his head. I love Headless Horseman stories. I don't know if they're true or not, but I love them. Absolutely. We used to take groups of kids out to the bridge just waiting on the road as I told them the story. Then Dad would catch our bay horse, damn it, <laughs> and put a coat over his head. And a wide and, and ride a wide circle to the bridge. Just as we walked back across the bridge, he would ride up and scare the living hell out of them. It was great. Brilliant. But one night, the cousins, my brother and I, decided we would go to the bridge from their house. Keep in mind, this bridge is not 100 yards from the aforementioned Comanche burial site. We walked across the bridge and expected there was a hellish scream behind us, like an Indian war cry. The unmistakable sound of a horse's gait approached at a dead run. Good job, Dad, I thought. We continued getting closer, the horse snorting and blowing and sound like a wild cat. Scream! Finally, it became so close I wasn't taking any chances. We all ran all the way back to my cousin's house, just knowing my dad had gotten us good. But there was my dad, sitting in the chair, drinking a glass of tea. He wasn't out of breath, just relaxing as he could, just relaxed as he could be. My Uncle William was there too. My grandfather was there, nobody was missing. I bet he rode the horse over here and beat us, we said to each other, but the horse was home. No sweat, no cinch marks, hmm. no signs of being ridden. You know how that is, Kissel. <laughs> Every day I make sure the, the horse hasn't been ridden. Until the day he died, my father swears nobody left the house and nobody could explain what chased what what was that 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 chased us across miles of cotton fields that night. Damn, very cool. We got a Sasquatch and a Headless Horseman tail. Side stories, LPOTL at gmail.com. Please tell us your stories. Share your stories. We love to hear them. And I'll say next week, we're going to try to have less children's come in the episode. Yeah. I mean, if we can't, we just report the news. We are the mirror. We are the reflection of society. If people stop having sex with children, we will never mention it. I will never mention will it never again. Mention I don't it. want to think of it. I hate it. I really would like to stop it. I wish that they'd stop and that everybody could just be like us and be into MILFs. That would... <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, or thrill an old man. You know? Yes, abs- absolutely. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you're doing okay out there um, as uh, as the world continues to... Uh, to kind of spin, we will uh, kind of we'll just keep on slowly doing the best spin, we can. and we're just kind of 
absolutely fucking stuck on it. Now, I want you guys to live your life like you could pretend, like, know for a fact that, yeah, a lot of jobs are going to be fucking wiped out at the end of this whole scenario, whatever the hell we're in. It's very, very scary. But I think that you can do is you can live by Be An Arts Hero. Go to Be An Arts Hero on Instagram and follow how they are trying to stop the, the try to figure out a way. Well, I'll go into more detail on, on, on some point on my socials, but this is a really thing talking about the art sector of this country and how theaters are, and and bars, comic clubs are going to be fucking shuttered at the end of this. And we got to find a way to get them the subsidies that they need to stay open. Because you want so this the the main thing is comedy clubs. That's your big concern no, here is that, that there's not that enough. I mean, I don't think that they're going to save America. In, in but theaters, 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 and cabarets, and all these things. We should we should talk about it. But there's a movement that my friend that my friend Jenny Macholm is working on, who is just great. And it's just I I'm really I think it's really important, and because it, it's just one of those because. Because things are going to be very different a year from now. And I don't want them to be that different. No, I'm with you. And I'll I'll even finish off this live, laugh, love. And you have to laugh like you're at a Guck Gucks or a Snickers. You have to laugh like somebody just told you how women drive and how it's different than how men drive. And then races speak differently. And then certain people like to roller skate. I don't know what happens at comedy clubs. We don't remember. We got to get back in. <laughs> we don't remember. And you just got to love um, love that one chair you spend a lot of your day in. And yep. Learn to love it better than you do. And try to reintroduce your butt to it every couple of days. Maybe So it, it feels fresh. Yeah. Fluff it up. All right, everyone. Love y'all. Hope you're hanging in there. Stay uh, positive as possible. Uh, unless it's with, unless you have coronavirus, that is a stay negative. Oh, too much fun. Hail yourselves, everyone. Hail Satan. Magustalations. Hail me. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Yeah.